covered by Derek. <laughs> anyway, what's Tom, up, everybody? Tom, Tom, Tom means my bad. Back at the virtual bar bar. I'm your host, Mr. Rich D. Joining me as always, Mr. Vince T. Yo, what's there up, everybody? Knock Dave, self Doctor Twisted. What it do, what it do. And in the house, all the way from the Bay Area, we have Derek Mahoney. What up? What's up? Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Want to thank you guys for joining us. This is our first uh, virtual par bar, and so uh, we don't. I think everything's working. Everything seems to be working. Um, yeah, we're up on the feed now. But uh, you know, uh, once again, you're on Island Block Radio, Postal the Pacific, where paradise, paradise lives. That was delayed. We should not do that again. <laughs> it's the delay, man. It's the delay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Man, so, how do you guys feel about this uh, virtual par bar? Um, I I like it to the extent we can uh, reach people uh, that are in a distance, such as Derek himself. Um, you know, you I, are our, our first virtual guest. Yeah. I was about to ask that, man. I'm honored to be that first virtual par bar. Yes. Right. August, uh, was it July 29th, 2020? Official, official Derek Mahoney virtual day. <laughs> Derek Mahoney. Whatever baby. that is. <laughs> Everybody got a day now, man. <laughs> Tough one. Uh, yeah, I was, I was gonna say the same thing. It's, it's definitely weird doing it this way, but um, I think it's cool because now we get to you know just expand the conversation that needs to be had within mm-hmm. uh, the community, and so. Once again, uh, thank you everybody for joining us today. We do have some sensitive topics mm-hmm. on hand for sure. And so uh, we probably should just kind of jump right into them. Let's um, go. So let's introduce Derek first. Uh, Derek uh, is a longtime friend of mine, actually. Uh, he is a, sis- uh, it's a sister. <laughs> <laughs> He's the brother of, uh, of uh, Dr. Mahoney, who was on the show two weeks ago. Uh but he's also a longtime friend of mine, which I, I kind of grew up with him. He was kind of like the older brother who was looking out for us as a youth uh, within uh, our halal at the time, our dance group. Um, so we were dancing. We had a bunch of like young young cats, and um, maybe we were in late teens, going into our, our young twenty ones, twenty fives, and just being those knuckleheads that uh, you know you are. And um, a lot of us didn't have fathers. At the, uh, you know, we didn't have our dads around, so we have we cling to like you know good examples of you know fathers or try to go grasp uh, father examples. Um, and Derek stepped in that position as an older brother and and you know kind of like a father figure who just wanted to make sure we weren't um, being misguided. Kind of kept our our head on our shoulders. Um, so uh, with that being said, you know we want to thank. Uh, Thank Derek for coming on. It's been a long time, brother. Yes, uh, I haven't seen you in a while. Um, but, you know, it was cool catching up with you. Um, last year, we were up in the Bay Area. I think it was last year, right? 2019 or was it 2018? I think it was 2018. Christmas okay. 2018 or something like that. Like Yeah, November. I know we came in like... Oh, November. November. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh, shit. I think my audio is coming out. Um, let me see. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'll try to fix that while we're talking. But Derek, give a little background on, on who you are, uh, what you do in the community, and um, yeah, man. And then we'll start. Well, uh, audio. I'm really uh, like I tell people, you know. Um, oh, um, no, Derek, I you're have muted. A lot of siblings. Can you hear me? He's muted. Yeah, I hear him. <laughs> Can't hear you. Oh, there you go. My fault. So, my fault. I'm rich. My fault. My fault. Do it one more time. <laughs> So, uh, 
to if I can remember your question correctly. Um, uh, basically, uh, um, I tell people that uh, I am the uh, I have a lot of siblings and they have mastered stuff and I haven't, but I've tried almost everything. So that's my uh, the way I learn and and uh, basically by falling flat on my face and and then uh, um, I've been more involved in the community uh, in the past as far as uh, like out with um, like on a grassroots level meeting each person, but now I choose to assist the community by. Uh, uh, growing my own roots and setting my own family, you know, and giving them the culture and handing it down and stuff like that the way it's supposed to be. And, and uh, I believe you're doing the same thing and, and, and that's the best way we should approach anything. And especially here in, in America too, you know, because they allow us to do it, you know. Uh, cool. So that's, and that's something you're trying to, uh, I guess, instill um kind of instill within your your kids now correct not yeah, only I your mean, kids but also like you know your nieces nephews yes and the ones yes. That are just around um, you. i i take it as a personal responsibility to to kind of expand their perception on anything you know to not always just uh believe the way they they um judge something because they only have their background to to bounce it off of to get you know to see it you know so they they got to get out there you know and and focus on their experiences focus on on their you know uh how they want to grow and then and then focus on their spiritual side and that's all they got to focus on you know so um I try, I try to incorporate that. Of course, like you said, we didn't have, we found out all together, remember that on that cover night that most of us did not have uh, fathers and, and in our, in our houses. So we, um, we all saw how that was detrimental to our development, you know, yeah. and, or how that affected our development. I'm sorry. And, 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 uh, um, so it was kind of like we we didn't want to be part of it because we knew that we didn't have anything to like those kind of role models to to start like being a father and stuff like that's kind of scary i'm sure it was for you the yeah thought of it you know and, it's funny uh, man when uh we think back of those kava nights we actually so i started a group down here in san diego and we continued those kava nights um with our with our with our boys um younger you know like probably teens to like younger um, generation and kind of the whole premise it, it's funny because um, those Kava nights the, the dads were talking more and they had the same situation that they just they never had dads or had they had crappy dads um, and they just didn't want to be that you know what I mean so it's cool it's good to see that the generation um, that I'm I'm in and or that we're in is, is trying to make that big change got a question <clears throat> yeah yeah at, at what age did did not having a, a dad like really start to affect you, or do, is it is there an age or like or a man? Of I your think life? I think it, it happened in and probably like where I started firing back. Of course, I think it's the most natural when you become a teenager because you're so you're so uh, longing for a place to belong that you're trying to force yourself protect yourself from places you don't you think you don't belong and then find yourself and like get in you know you fight with something so you do anything you can to belong to something you know mm. 
So if you don't get taught like how to be, you know, strong with your character at an early age, giving that example and that t- that talk, you know, to how to resolve your own issues, then then I, I feel like that um, you're gonna figure it out some other way, you know, like by getting um, trying to find out socially where you belong. Mm. When do you feel? Do you feel like uh, there's a an area where you kind of start? I hope that answered your question. No, 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 it did. It did. And I'm sure there's no certain answer for it. Uh, I'm sure that uh, varies by person. Uh, When do you feel like like you kind of come into or like most adults, particularly men, come into who they are? Uh, Because I feel like in your younger 20s, you're still super lost. Mid 20s, you're still super, super lost. and then around for me, mine was mine was until I had a kid, and then I f- kind of figured out that I need to be an adult and figure out my life a little bit more. And uh, morals needed to be really grounded and, and just a lot better than what what they were the the previous times. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that was thirty years old, um, and I I could I always say this that my thirties are definitely better than my twenties uh, for me personally. But uh, what do you think? Or what do you guys think? I, I've noticed. I've noticed ever since I started to adopt adopt those values, like what you're talking about. Like to like, we knew that the other ones weren't working because we grew up that way, and it was pretty painful, right? So, so uh, we we were more, I guess, uh, ready to try the opposite side of the spectrum, you know? So let's see if that didn't work, let's go all the way to this side and see. And then as, I mean, like, I agree with you, um, the, the more, right when your perception changed, like having a kid and it's like, wow, this, now this is what I'm responsible for. Even when you get married, um, that, that tells you exactly what your job is from now on, you know, and, and that, it, there's no other way to, to handle it like that. You know, you have to support that those values, and I, I feel like um, life has gotten better since then. Like you said, I feel like my life ever since I've adopted those values, it has incrementally gotten better. You know, yeah, ten percent a day gets you to thousands of percent in within a year. You know, so you know. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Twist your that's that, but. <laughs> Um, I think think it's going to really depend all on the individual too. You know, I mean, everybody, everybody experiences different life experiences at different ages. You know, some people are going to experience more at a young age and they're going to be forced to grow up faster and actually find themselves. Um, you know, I know like personally, you know, like my dad was in the picture, but he was always gone because he was always working. So he was, I didn't really see him a lot. He wasn't really. Um, an influence on me growing up. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're right with what you're saying, Derek. Is like you're at that age where you're trying to find yourself and and figure out who you are. But what do you have for a role model? So you start reaching for people around you, the older people around you, or friends, or you know somebody to look up to to kind of emulate and and build yourself on. And um, and then you got to hope that the person that you're choosing at that time. Um, is actually a 
a good influence on you. you know, it's the right person. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you don't want to pick the wrong person, right? Yeah. Good thing Derek was around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because look how you turned out. <laughs> good job, Derek. <laughs> but um, yeah, but I, I think it's all going to depend on the person's life experiences that, you know, at what age they, they, they experience these things and how it affects them think and mentally how they're going to accept that or or uh, take it in and make that I don't want to say choice but make that transition into becoming a young man or a man and maturing based off of their experiences. Am I making sense? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean you, you see it, there's some people they'll go through some stuff but they'll they'll never grow up from it they'll never learn from it they'll use it as a crutch you get some people they have that experience and yeah. man they learn from it you know and they try to do everything they can to <clears throat> never have that experience again if it was a bad one right yeah yeah so my, yeah one of my isms is one of my isms is uh wisdom is the result of realizing you were wrong the whole fucking time right <laughs> um so let's get jump into the conversation once again, guys. You guys are on Auto Block Radio, Pulse of the Pacific, where, where paradise, paradise lives. Live. <laughs> <Damn> delay. <laughs> that shit sounds horrible. Can you clean that up and can you clean that up and post? I just need to get about it. I just need to get a sample and just play it. Yeah, yeah Rich. So, yeah. Rich, so. Jonah's over here trying to comment, man. Shut up, Jonah. <laughs> um. So let me let's jump into the heart of this conversation. Uh, some topics we were, we posted is uh, the inability for our community now to have civil co- discussions, the nuanced conversations that we talked about. Um, I think I see it all the time. Definitely on social media, definitely on um, Facebook, or I mean, obviously Twitter. But I mean, I don't have a Twitter account, uh, but you can see that on the news uh, that there's Twitter Twitter battle battles within the uh, our politicians and political world and. Um, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it's just everywhere. Um, but the the one reason that one of the main reasons we had um, Farbar uh, was that we can have. Uh, oh, I think my audio is messed up again. Um, Are you good? Yeah, you good. Um, one of the the what was it saying? Oh, the Parbar. Why the Parbar is here is that we can have civil discussions with our brothers, our sisters, and we can come to. Understanding that that we we don't all have to agree. Yeah, you can we don't agree all, to disagree. Right. Um, but Derek, what do you think about the the community or not the community, but the the state of our current community that we're in versus uh, via social media or even um, direct uh, conversations? Um, and once again, like uh, I think a lot of people are are, are quick to to jump on whatever um, topic is the most polarizing. Once, like uh, you said, like, when do you guys mature? When do we seem to get over stuff? You know, like, you know, the father thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and um, I, I have, to me, I feel like we have such a, a spoiled generation that uh, that's coming up that, especially the ones that are going to uh, school and, and, and they're getting, they're very convicted about the perspectives they have because they, like how how hard is your life going how is your life 
that you have to go and and pick on Paw Patrol? You know, how hard is your life that you have to go and pick on on uh, Trader Jose's and get it banned from all Trader Joe's, man? Like, like seriously, you know, um, let's like there's there's people out there struggling in this world, and and um, man, just you just gotta get that perspective. But I don't believe that um, that. That, that we have the ability because first of all nobody works on themselves they want to they want to because of that lack of maturity they want to grab onto whatever ideals their heart fits that's the liberal mindset it's good to be liberal when you're young you know it's good it's good it shows heart that's great you know but uh, um you you got to be more um uh, uh, judicial, or, or you got to find ways to navigate um, the what you support because it's a lot of times it's all uh, smoke screen and mirrors. The people always want to talk about voting, but the only true way to vote is with your dollar bill, man. What you buy on a daily is how you vote, man. And people don't understand that. How can you sit there and and vote a guy into or n- try to get a guy out of office, but you buying up all the shit that his his business produces, you know, in, in like, uh, can you then explain that a little bit more by, by elaborate? Yeah. A little bit on that dollar bill. Uh, I'm just saying like, like, uh, industry is like, as your dollar gets spent, um, uh, you're, you choose, you're choosing what comes into your area like whatever the community spends most that's what they start to develop in that area to try to double down and and stuff like that so so uh if you if you're choosing like oh you you want to be all organic and you want to be all this like that but you're going to buy all this food constantly you know if people will say why is organic food so expensive because we don't buy it enough to to make it uh, more abundant so that we can start bringing it what do they call that when they uh, start supply making it um, supply and uh, demand not supply and demand but scaling when they scale it to a level so that the prices come down you if people aren't demanding it they're never going to be able to scale it you know so it's, it's what we vote on it's like oh uh the last election that we had was um was the uh organic food labeling okay now i'm just trying to get my stats right here you know so and, and see people here's, and here's something like people don't notice these subtle differences so in that last election we barely lost that right um and i can't remember the numbers correctly but um it was something like close to 50 high 50s versus low 40s you know and um but the biggest difference in it was the amount that was spent on one side to the amount that was spent on another side. It was a difference of almost $24 million. And what is this? Was this for uh, California? Or was yeah, this for the to state federal? of California. Okay. So, so, so tell me why people are lobbying so hard to get this passed the other way we know we we wouldn't the people that want the organic foods aren't going to pay for commercials and stuff to come out and and go against this who's lobbying for it Hmm. the people that stand to lose how much does it work for them millions if they're spending 24 million dollars against it they stand to lose millions if you choose to go with the labeling. Uh, I see what you're saying. Uh. 
So you're saying um, what I think you're kind of getting at is that we need to pay attention more into our voting besides even like career politicians, but also what's, what we're voting on within our, within our states yes. and then get to the federal level. As well. Oh, dude, dude, I don't care about the federal level. The federal level is dirty as yeah. hell, right? <laughs> you can't even touch that. But I don't want to hear none of these kids or whoever it is talk about the president when they can't even tell me who their city councilman is. They can't yeah. even tell me who their fucking sheriff is. They can't even tell me who their fucking mayor is. Yeah, we actually had that conversation a couple, maybe a month or two ago. Is that uh, you know, we we kind of or well, I uh, try to affect what directly affects me, which is with my city councilman, my mayor, uh, within my city, and then I scale up from there. I, I don't see a point of of trying to to change the world when I can't even change my 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 city, my hood. You know what I mean? So that's um, where your kids are gonna live. So you exactly, should worry so, about right. that. Yeah, who who's running? Right. Who's in my you know? Who's in the PTA? Why aren't you in the PTA? Why aren't you involved there? Um, so what do you think? Okay, so I heard a lot of uh, discussion of within the generation now that they um, what are just unknowledgeable of, of some of the things that they can directly affect. Correct? Sorry, can you repeat that? Sorry. So I, what I kind of heard was that your your gripe or, or some of the things that you're looking at within the, the youth is that they're just not educating themselves enough for what a directly they can they can achieve and affect, yeah, uh, or be a part of. Um, they're looking at the bigger scale of things, where yeah. like taking down, um, like you said, taking down a um, Paw Patrol. When that's not really the issue, you should be looking at other things that you can help. Yeah. Uh, when 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 you let me ask this question, and this can go across the board. Um, when you see things like that, uh, let's say uh, social media. Everyone's pushing for, once again, we they push for Aunt Jemima. Um, you know, some people were for it, some others were against it. Um, how do you even approach that conversation with the, with someone that's younger than you? Like, hey, why, why is that a big deal? Wow. Without, without obviously offending them, right? Because that, that's the whole conversation is having the civil discourse with them. To be honest with you, I just let them talk and then I keep asking questions. And let them, the more I let them express themselves, the better, the more they can figure it out. They start hearing themselves. They start hearing themselves and finding a fault in what they're saying. And eventually they're going to pick up on it. But you got to keep asking the questions. (laughs) You know, you got to keep asking the questions. To be honest, like if they're a certain age, like sometimes I'm blunt. I'll be like, okay, if they're really (laughs) asinine and I can't control it, I tell them, you know what? I tell them whatever book it is that I've read that relates to whatever it is he's concerned about. I tell them, read that and then come back and talk to me. But yeah, um, most of them are respectful when I talk to and I just let them talk and I ask more questions, you know? You know, so that's the right way to do it, you know? But uh, um, I believe it is. What's what's one of the uh, conversations you've had within, let's say this year? that sticks out with you with someone that's younger than you where they've they kind of realized like hey man maybe i maybe i do need to do a little bit more research maybe i do need to uh figure out some things before i i even talk yeah um so let me see here without without trying to yeah, hide anybody or right, anything right. like that but um 
I guess I could just generalize. So uh, uh, a nephew of mine, um, you know, we're so quick on social media, and I don't know if I if I'm ready to to put social media as a viable or credible source to, for anything, you know, other than you know Bullshit. nonsense sometimes, <laughs> you know. So, um, but uh, I, I I try to bring up this, so they're trying to get people fired they're trying to bring out like blast this person's name and and blah, blah, blah. so uh one one of the things that i approached uh people of like say as i try to decipher the subtle difference of whatever it is they're talking about from the post and i noticed something i i tried to point it out to them and and all of a sudden they blasted me and like this and and uh and uh they tried to tell me that this person is such and such. Why can't you just see that? And I said, I don't know this person personally. Mm. You know, why? Could, and I feel like that's a lot of, um, it's one of our, you know, thou, thou shall not give false witness, you know? And and that's rampant, rampant. Giving false testimony, false witness. This is rampant, you know, in social media and and in, in America, or not even probably the world, but in, in in our youth today, it's it's a lot of BS, false testimony, um, just because they want to, they feel like it's it's going to save them time and, and energy on explaining themselves or even mm-hmm. deep thought, you know, and stuff like that. So, <laughs> wait, um, when you, the the comment of deep thought. This yeah, this, this should save me some time. I got deep yeah. think that deep about it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't know if that's their purpose, but that's kind of it could, it could be a defense mechanism. I don't know. You, you know? know, I was thinking it, but you said it, so, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with what you said, and we can move on. <laughs> I knew I was right. Um, okay, uh, Vince T. Yo, uh, you're you're. The younger, youngest of us all. Do you ever see that within your generation, <laughs> or the, the around around your age group? As far as what, which uh, like false, um, like just people pushing like a false narrative and not really, or not false narrative, but um, false opinion, or yeah, right? you know, like maybe like a false like opinion, kind of false, false, false background, kind, yeah. kind of deal. Oh yeah, I mean, I see it all the time, um, and I I can't say because I don't. I haven't talked to them personally. Yeah. Uh, to see if they actually have done their research and have done uh, or been through a certain experience, you know, to maybe support this movement, whatever they, whatever they have it. But I do know, I do see some, um, some of the youth just kind of, just kind of go out on limbs and, and start saying these things where it doesn't necessarily pertain to them, in which I kind of want to go back to, it's kind of where, like know your community first um what we were kind of saying beforehand right and here's why i'm 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 becoming bigger on that i mean like rich said i'm the youngest one of the group so i'm still kind of learning uh, my own self um but you should tackle the issues that are at hand within within your neighborhood right For, for for i'm learning that now and I think that's with help of Rich and Mark and, you know, everybody that we kind of surround ourselves with. I'm learning that now because honestly, now, like all social media and like all media will just blast of what's happening on the worldwide aspect. That doesn't really affect you like how your neighbor will affect you. 
mm-hmm. how your your city council will affect you and the things that are going on in your city. So when I see uh, going back to 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 youth and you know uh, and trying to t- trying to tackle um, any worldwide issue, my my thing is it's like I, I just try and let them know my man. Do you, just try try and start from the ground up. That's how you that's how you build your solid foundation, right? With anything, you start from the ground up with the with the little things, and then as you accomplish those and, and get educated on that, and and help solve whatever issues are leading up to the bigger picture, then by all means you have the experience and the knowledge and and the education to, to support your your uh, statements and or you know your comments yeah. towards, towards whatever you're deciding. I agree, man. Make your bed. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But I, as we all see, we see people that maybe have never done anything before, and then just jump out on a limb and be like, "Oh, I'm a part of this movement, or I'm against this movement, or what it have be." But there's really no backbone to it. Hmm. And now you're just kind of seeing, "Oh, I, I'm just doing this because uh, my friend is doing it." And it's the the friend could be right or could be totally wrong, but there's no, uh, I guess, honest opinion and or or moving within himself, right? Insincerity, right? Not instant, right or genuine, genuine, I should yeah. say. Uh, about about the protest um, or whatever issue. Yeah, whatever issue. But it's just from protest. Once again, man, you're on black. You're on Black Lives Matter. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you're on Out Block Radio, Post the Pacific, where paradise lives. lives. Oh, we get we this, have, man. We get we it. have Derek Mahoney on here, and uh, we're about to jump probably into more of the the sensitive topics. And this is probably going to be even more sensitive. And uh, man, you guys can Derek is ready for your questions if you have them out there. So uh, uh, let's jump into it. So uh, a couple weeks ago, and this is why me and Derek had actually jumped into like some conversations and talking. Um, there was a Black, Black Lives Matter post. Uh, Derek had posted on it, and I think uh, I went in there and kind of uh, trolled it a little bit because I just I just saw a bunch of people getting angry, and I asked him about oh. some soup. Um, <laughs> uh, it but, totally worked, worked against me, and I'll explain after you're done anyways. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Derek Mahoney, you, I want you to kind of take the... Uh, Take the hosting of this little segment because, uh, or let's let's introduce what happened in that conversation and then kind of like your perspective on it of Black Lives Matter. Wow, all right, this 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 is something like um, that I've been scared of for a while. Seeing um, how this this cancel culture that we have going on right now is uh, so uh, like not that uh, I have know. anything to cancel. But I'm scared. Say, you better cancel our damn show off Facebook yeah, Live. But, <laughs> thanks, Derek. But but uh, but you know, no. If anybody could na- navigate the uh, the words that uh, uh, to to tread against, you know, uh, around lightly, I think I could do it. Um, hope I don't take up too much time on it. But uh, um, again, that post um, was was what I was saying. It was it was an individual that um, I'm, I knew for sure that these fellows have never met you know i was uh it was whatever it was it said hashtag was his son and uh, and uh and his father i get i'm guessing is uh, a father-son combo with their birds up in the air and it said f b l m mm. and i wasn't defending it 
you know, or endorsing it or, or condemn, you know, I, but I also, I felt it was my duty to not condemn it either, you know, and, and, but what I did condemn was the judgment that they were so fast to put again, false witness, you know, and, and, um, uh, one of somebody commented on there that, that they, oh, they did, they went, I mean, like they have the time to go look up and they know for sure. But I'm, I'm like, if you ever try to take something to the court of law, man, there's, there's, there's stuff that could be proven and stuff that can't be proven. And there's a reason why they developed these processes so that they can catch uh, stuff that's inconsistent and find out actual truth rather than what your perceived truth is, you know? Right. Yep. And, and uh, to me, I just measure it if it can't hold up. Not that I'm a lawyer or anything, but can it handle or stand up in court what you're saying and stuff like that and and the answer on this one was easy was no number one is because because all of them number one if there was any one of them that i knew you know that that are that they knew that knew that person i guarantee you i didn't know them you know so right off the bat i don't trust the source you know and um when i called it out you know, they couldn't give an answer. Like nobody could say, oh, we met this person or I know this person for sure. You know, if you haven't, that's why I say vote local because chances are you're going to meet those local officials that you're going to vote for. And you're going to shake hands with them and you might get to ask some questions and stuff like that. You get to find out from other people that know them because they're local, you know, and eventually they'll make it national, but you have a local group of people that know this person. That's why I always say go vote local, you know, yeah. and, and it's important for that. And, and um, so I guess a lot of them were quick to jump on it. So now that I'm, I'm supposed or they see it that I'm trying to knock down the perception that this person should lose his livelihood, which is what they were, their goal was. Right. His post to lose, lose his livelihood for a post that wasn't even um, racist, in my opinion, you know, from what I saw. And uh, what I, a lot of it, uh, nobody asked the question, the why do, do I oppose BLM? And, and, um, and I found that, I don't know, have you guys ever read the uh, mission, the, their mission statement, their um, whole thing about BLM? Because I have a few have times, <laughs> no. about a few times, like I read it over and over and over again. And, and just to make sure I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here missing anything but there's no deciphering what they're about and um they're to, to i mean to tread you know lightly um so they two things that i definitely 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 cannot endorse is uh, so that we dismantle the patriarchal practice uh, that requires mothers to work double shifts so that you know it, so basically they're they're blaming through this statement they're blaming the reason why mothers work double shifts is because of the patriarchal the, 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 the prescribed patriarchal practice that's us really hmm. all right that's all the young fathers out there, all right? You know, they, they want to dismantle, they're not even mincing words here. Dismantle the patriarchal practice. And then they're blaming the fact that we work double, sh that the, the mothers work double shifts because of that. Uh, all right. 
How about how about the fact that that they do they have programs, government programs that encourage the patriarch not to be in the household so that people on welfare can draw on more money? How about that? Wow, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the all these things that create a fatherless homes and stuff like that. That's what causes it, you know. And then the mothers, you know, go out because God, God bless them. They some of them work and they get all the way through, and you know, they become the big rocks behind their sons' lives or their daughters' lives. You know. Hmm. Okay, so, so you're you're against the organization. Yeah, I'm not against the sentiment at all. No, I, I, I definitely, definitely, I have a lot, a lot of uh, reverence towards cultures like you know, like and and uh, you know me growing up, my culture was the only thing, and and I love anything, you know, like um, especially um, fiery young young people that want to get their point across. Yeah, you know, and. Uh, the sentiment, Black Lives Matter, I, you don't even have to argue that. I don't even feel I need to say it. My actions should speak louder than anything else. So people yeah. that know me. Uh, well, I, I, well, I'm thinking of it, of it as a, uh, like if someone didn't know you, right? Just through social media, going through threads. And right. you're like, well, yeah, I'm, right. not, I'm, not, I'm not for Black Lives Matter. But you're saying, you know, I'm not for Black Lives Matter, the organization. The mission, yeah, man. What they're dude, what, my biggest heroes, man, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I, my, my biggest heroes are all you know, Bob Marley, Nelson Mandela. You know, come on, man, it's just ridiculous, man. Let me ask you okay. something, just just real quick. Um, a ballpark figure. What what percentage of you think read that statement or read? Yeah, read the mission statement of people that argue it. Sure. Why not? I could tell you this, the source of what my the, the the Facebook thing was. I sent it to him, and and um, they their answer was, "Wow, I did not know this." Ah, oh, that's crazy. So un, uneducated opinions. Yes. Okay. Let me add the second one to it right here. Uh, we disrupt the Western prescribed nu- nuclear family structure required by supporting each other as extended families and in quotations village. We disrupt disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family. Are you kidding me? I grew up fatherless in a Western prescribed nuclear family adopted me and got me to where at least I could function normally. Come on, man. That's ridiculous, man. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, Rich, you're the same as me, buddy. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. I'm just, I'm reading this now and I'm like, damn, I didn't, I never knew any of this stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on, stop <clears throat> speaking out of your ass. I'm not saying you guys, I'm talking about social media, period. Yeah. You know, you know uh, so... And even it's not even just social media. They're learning it from from our our biased as news. All they're trying to do is, is sell sell uh, clips. Well, yeah. Well, they know? sell ratings, right? Our our news and everything. They just want their ratings to be up so they can get paid and whatnot. I mean, that's their that's their quote unquote job, right? Yes. So I mean, I guess it's our duty or everybody's duty to to debate if they're going to buy into it or not. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah, man. That's exactly what it is. And then, and then our, we got our politicians. They know the public is dumb. 
It's about manufacturing consent, to borrow a Noam Chomsky term. It, polit the politics is about manufacturing consent. So they know what buttons, like they had uh, William Barr on yesterday, Capitol Hill, right? Oh, yeah. I See how stupid those questions were? And then they didn't let him talk. It was all it was all posturing because they knew that the people watching is the ones that trying to get the vote <laughs> on their side. They only need to hear bullet points. Yeah. And kill any logic that might come out of William Barr's mouth, you know, attorney right. general, you know. That's so, another thing too is that people don't understand. Um, people don't understand the full realm of the law, and so if you just have those bullet points, like you're saying, where they can just target and make, you know, make a, a sound clip, boom, that's all they wanted. Yeah, just that sound clip, cut, paste, put it on. Yeah, that's sad. Um, Okay, so let's talk because uh, okay, one, thank you for the information of Black Lives Matter. I did, I really didn't know a lot of that information. Um, I'm actually probably going to read it after, uh, just for the sake of reading it. And can we post um, that uh, that source um, after this, just so it's right on their website? Yeah, yeah. I, oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, I never read it. It's dead on their website. Commission statement on their website. There is there is no misconstruing this shit. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, if it's there, it's there. I mean, I'm I'm not disagreeing yeah. or anything. If you just like go look at BlackLivesMatter.com, I mean, you'll you'll see it's pretty uh, it's pretty interesting. Once again, I'm gonna watch it all because I want to see. And uh, that's the organization, not the intent. Or yeah, and that's I think that's another thing, right? There's I think there's intent, and then there's also other things like because well, obviously none of us are one of those who don't believe Black Lives Matter, right? We in the in, in the sentiment. We all believe Black Lives Matter. We all believe everyone's life pretty much matters. Um, I think some of the arguments that I've heard, and this is kind of what I was talking about, like a uh, conversation in your area, do you feel like um, funding is disproportionate? Like your area, I know that in our area, Southeast San Diego, um, like our schools don't compete with the ones that are up north, um, even though we may get the same amount of funding. Uh, but that's also due to um, you know, parent participation within your community. Um, we don't, we, we really lack it here in Southeast San Diego, but you know, that's because our community has to work, you know, those nine to fives to make sure that both parents are working typically, uh, trying to put food on the table, trying to pay rent. You know, if you're up in La Jolla, the richer areas and, or, you know, say Mission Bay, you're probably, you right. could probably have one parent working, you know, because they're probably making enough money f to hold all that and mom's going or dad's going to the uh, school to help out. Um, would you say that there's a dis disproportionate, like, not funding, but like there's something that we're missing within our community and understanding of how the funds work for a city or um, state? Am I making sense? Um, kind of. Yeah. So, 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 so let me let me try to put this better. So, there's there's government funding within our, our state, right? Um, but I don't think a lot of our community understand how that works, right? Like so, how it's allocated or or how it's just yeah, be allocated or like let's say okay, we have we have street funding. Okay, we want to get our streets redone. Why do our streets in Southeast San Diego look so much shittier than everywhere else? Always. <laughs> Like why? Why they always have ditches? How come they're never over here, uh, like street sweeping or fixing the fucking potholes? You know, like why is that shit never done here? But you go to La Jolla, everything's trimmed up nice. You go to Mission Valley, everything's done up nice. The streets, everything, and that's what I'm saying. Like I think there's 
something we're missing for sure, right? Like there has to be something we're not understanding. Well, what do we have to offer? Think about it. The, the areas that you're talking about, right? In, in, that, in, in that conversation there, the areas you're talking about, they have something to offer back to the city, the communities, right? Where there's okay. businesses that are there, the, the real estate, the view, things like that, tourism, attraction. Southeast San Diego doesn't have that draw. Doesn't so, mean we shouldn't get our streets done. Yeah, it doesn't. But the way that that type of uh-huh. stuff is allocated, it's going to be allocated more towards those areas that draw people. And that, that and when you draw people, you draw income. So what you have in Southeast San Diego are small mom pop businesses, a couple of little you know name brand stores and stuff like grocery stores. But for the most part, it's just houses, people. You know, so there's no attraction for tourism. There's no income coming in to the community by the community other than the small businesses and that's not a whole lot so what are they going to take care of more the thing that brings income or the thing that just sits there and eats up some income you know that the funds that are given so well, once again that, getting, that, that that still doesn't it doesn't it justify right. it doesn't yeah, justify okay, I, know, and saying, I agree like, it's, it's not right but i mean I that's just to me it's a theory of, of why you know you ask the question that's my theory on it because as long as I've lived here, my you know my whole life, I've never seen them come in and do anything to beautify anything around here. That's what I mean. So and then you, you drive down the main roads, and there's weeds growing up the main road. Yeah, fucking city property. same height. Yeah, and they don't do shit to clear them. And that's what I mean. And and you, you know? growing up as a, as a youth, as a youth, a child, a teenager, mm-hmm. you know that shit. I mean, may not pay you may not pay attention, but like, but ah, it's just the fucking road, you know, like whatever. But that shit matters. That shit should be cleaned up. That shit is done by the city it has to be done by the city and see and that's the thing like you know the, the question of you know are we missing something i think so growing up here and you see that you know it, it's you get used to your surroundings right until you go out of your surrounding and you see something different and you're like well, what the fuck man why is it so nice over here but it looks like shit over here right so you should be getting pissed off about that and getting involved and asking those questions you know going to those city council meetings and being a voice and asking questions of why this shit isn't being done where we're at. You go to those other communities, those people, like you say, they either work out at home or one person works and they get involved. They want shit done. You know, they have that sense of entitlement because of their financial status or level. They want shit done right now. They're gonna go voice their opinion. They want that money, you know, put into what they want it to, to be put towards, to beautify their community, to take care of their community. People here, whether they care or not, I don't know. But they're not they're not showing up these things and being that voice. You go to a city council meeting, it's gonna be a bunch of senior citizens that don't have anything to do and they're talking about the tree in the neighbor's yard that hangs over their fence, you know? The, the neighbor's cat that meows too loud. You know, but you don't have people down there beating it in their the council members' faces saying, Hey, look, you need to do something over here. Where are these funds going? How are you allocating these funds that you're getting? Because we're not seeing it. We want to see where this is going and we want to see something done and just yeah. be that constant squeaky wheel that gets that grease. So I think that's what we're missing as, as a community here is that nobody's getting involved. Unifying for exactly. the, common, the common good. You just kind of, you know, you, everybody here, you, you, you work to live and survive and you go about your daily life and take care of your own and that's it. Mm. You know, you're not branching your vision out any further than that. And people you, should be. Derek, do you get involved in those kind of conversations in your community? Um, 
Yeah, for the most part, it's just it's just very important to be aware of everything that's that's happening in, in your community, whether it's developmental or, or you know something that's uh, gonna bring business. You know, like um, so. Uh, but here's one one factor uh, that I kind of you know I'm. I read up pretty good on it. I'm not a. I'm not going to, you know, try to bounce off any numbers. But in a lot of these cities that we're talking about, um, there's there's a lot of uh, people that are getting sectional homes and, and stuff like that. And and in in these cities, you know, like um, government uh, paid for welfare, like you know, homes for their families and stuff like that. So um, when you get people that are paying half the price that other, you know, they're they're basically getting a big time government government assistance in these areas their uh pride in their area is probably non-existent you know so that's a big part of it if, if if dude i've been i've been in the hood bro you know like like come on man you know with all my cousins and everybody that we knew over there rich yeah. come on man we're I'm, I'm in one area and nobody would think about throwing anything on the floor and i'm in the hood for five minutes and i seen three guys throw napkins on the, on the middle of the street just down and stuff like that you know they don't give a fuck you know yeah and, and so if they don't give a fuck about that uh then then and i'm not picking on any rate i'm Samoan, tongan you know uh hispanic whatever it is they, in, in the hood there's just a no uh respect because they're not forking over their hard earned money most of them that that are getting these plans over there you know uh, aren't doing it that like even in the projects and stuff like that so how are they supposed to have pride in if they can't even do that have pride enough to do that then they're not going to give a shit about where the money's allocated um prime example is is uh new orleans with the hurricane Katrina. the biggest travesty on there is the dam the the levees right and then they went and found out that that it wasn't it wasn't the politicians before that didn't get done or the ones before it was it was almost 60 to 80 years worth of corrupt politicians that kept taking money saying it was getting redone and nothing was getting done on those levees so for you to for that they knew that they took advantage of that community knowing that nobody was gonna fish it out and research what's going on because no hurricane had ever bothered them, you know until the one time they needed it to hold up you know and stuff like that so it's it's dude you they want they got you worried about trump so much that you ain't even sniffing out the rats in your kitchen <laughs> and speaking of which once again you're on island block radio post of the pacific where paradise lives uh, horrible um but why you just mentioned we have Derek mahoney on the uh call with us virtual bar um he just dropped the name donald trump she might just get us banned from Facebook for a week. Um, <laughs> um, one of the things we have coming up is the election year. Uh, Derek had said that this is the most important election he believes in his lifetime, uh, up to, at least up to now, right? We don't know what the future that? holds. Uh, you know, you might get Donald Trump Jr. in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know, man. I, why is but, why is it that that statement right there, Derek? Why is that? Why is it that this is the most important one in your opinion in your life? Um, because I never lived in such a polarizing. You know, this is this is you know every every issue is 
there's almost it's just a clear line, you know, and there's no nuance, you know. There's it's a, without without understanding all the nuances, we're never gonna solve the issue and get to the finer points, you know. We're never gonna. You know, and for those who don't understand what you mean by the nuances, what are you what are you referring to? We're comp- complicated beings, you know. Like, like we understand when when things are aren't right, right? Like, there's stuff that we can't communicate. Like vibes, we just give it the number. You know, you can say vibes and stuff like that, but it means something to like the word vibes and and the actual vibes are. are it just gives you the idea. Oh man, that's in you know. So. So nuance to me, it is, of course, it's, it's the subtle differences between things, you know, like how quick we are to label somebody. Like, for instance, if uh, I say um, um, I oppose what BLM stands for, then I get labeled a racist. So, right. ah, wait, 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 there's a little nuance. There's a reason why, you know, like, yeah. like people, you know, it, it, it's just people don't look for those subtle differences, you know, they, they don't have patience for that right now, you mm. know? And um, that's the sad thing. That's yeah. a sad thing because any conversation, there's going to be opinions, right? Yeah. And if both sides were to actually take the time and, and generally or, or sincerely listen to each other, they would probably see those those similarities, right? They would see the differences, but then they would see the similarities and they would probably find out that they're actually reaching for the same goal or the same belief or, or whatever it be, but they have to actually sit down and hear and listen to the other person. And that doesn't happen. You know, everybody's listening to respond and argue. And they want their opinion to be heard and they want their opinion to be the opinion of the mass. You know, and and yeah, that goes right back to what you were saying before with the whole social media posting and the, the Twitter wars and shit like that. And that's all that's about. You know, this is my opinion, this is how I feel about it, and I want everybody to believe it. And if you don't, you're wrong and I don't like you, and I'm gonna tell you why I don't like you, you know, and it, it, it's it's idiotic. And I, I think I agree with you with what you're saying about um, this being a very important election, but you know, it's sad because shit. When Trump got in, really, who was a good candidate for for president at the time? There wasn't really anybody that was worth the shit running against him. And now, look where we're at. Who do we have running that's worth the shit running against him? So the sad part about it, he's probably going to get reelected. You know, because there isn't anybody worth the shit that's going to run against him that can just come in and just annihilate him and, and knock him out and, and take over this country and bring it back to where we're supposed to be. It's not going to happen right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, man. Go ahead, Vince. Uh, I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, Vince. Oh, sorry. So going back to, to the the quick judgment, right, where you... Man, you shouldn't wear black on black. You know that, right? <laughs> you look like a floating head. Right? A floating head with a finger. Rich, you're not going to know what to say. time with your lame jokes, all right? I just say it. Like, I was, like, I was sitting back there. I was like, man, look like a floating head just talking man, to you. you play Fortnite with them headphones, all right? It's professional, right. son. All right. But anyways, Derek. <laughs> oh, there you go. Get that. Uh, now, going back to the quick judgment um, and, and where you said there's like subtle instances where people don't really pay attention to. Do you think people uh, judge quickly to justify their own characterization? 
Yes, a lot of them don't feel comfortable with who they are, so they want to make sure that they distance. They want to blame somebody else. That that you know they don't they don't like us uh, enjoy uh, staying a mystery, <laughs> so to speak. You know, mm. and like I tell people, people are quick to put down their what they want to do politically, and I always tell them, I said, bro, nobody else isn't allowed to booth with you, with you bro. It's just you by yourself. Mm. <laughs> That's, that, that, no, it's true. I just wanted to say that because I think that's a lot of people's. Uh, I don't want to say issue, but that's their the I guess the challenge. Why, why should you know who I'm going to vote for when all I want to do is expand my my reasons why I'm going to vote for by having a, a, a valuable conversation with somebody that might oppose me or help me think of it deeper? You know, like that's the use. That's what's useful with this conversation. Yeah, not so that I can tell you who I'm voting for and like, wow, you know, like that's... Yeah, and I think the weird thing too is like, for anybody who wants to know who you voted for, it's like, what is do, you it wanna, do you want to know, so right. if I tell you Pick Trump, you're going to yell at me? Right. Why yeah, should exactly. I tell you, what that, yeah. what a fight. that going to tell you about me? Right. That has nothing to do with me, you know? Yeah. If you want to find out about me, go find out from my friends and family. Yeah. All right, let's go, go eat. Let's go eat and talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go have some drinks. I'll tell you exactly who I, who I am <laughs> and what I think about you, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's it's. I, I agree with with uh, everyone here. Like, I think it is an important election year. Um, you know, but but once again, it, I think you know, four years go by so fast. Um, I think it's just. Uh, it's scary, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what's going to happen after the election. Let's say Trump does win, you know? Mm-hmm. Fuck it, people are going to lose their mind. They don't even know why. Yeah. You know, or, or they know why. They know why they're losing their mind. But um, it's, it's it's sad that they would. And then if, if on the other end, if, if Biden wins, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen to the United States or the economy, um, especially if the... Uh, the Democrats get House, Senate, and the White House. You know, that's kind of a scary thing too. Uh, I think Steven's kind of weird that Texas is turning purple. So that just tells you a lot. Um, I, I don't believe that, man. I swear to God. You know, I lived yeah. in Texas for seven years. I ain't never lived there, but I was like, man, that's that's a trip. I don't. Right. No, I really don't. Like, I, I, I might be wrong. Hey, but <laughs> what's up? Was that Napu? That's Kepa. What's up, Kep? You know, but uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see when the election happens. But hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, once again, I mean, obviously you should vote. Everyone should vote. Um, you know, vote and vote for not just the president, but everything else, everything else that's in there, propositions, and you know, get get involved and learn, dude. Learn about your like you were saying earlier, Derek. Learn about your the propositions and what's what you're really signing up for. Um, you gotta, if you, you don't understand vote. them, go ahead. Vote for your interest too. Yeah, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter if the candidate is covering your interests, then so be it. You know, you vote for your interests, right? Yeah, that's why I say I'm I'm a, uh, I have no uh, party because yeah, I vote what was best uh, for my interests, right? Uh, within my my district, uh, even within my my city, and then within my state, I vote what what benefits my family. Um, Everybody, if every family did it that way, every person, then everything is fair, right? Yeah, you know, um, it's okay. Unfortunately, people go like this when they go vote, huh? What did you say, huh? What did that say? Not even looking at their paper, you know. But yeah, that's who I'm voting for. 
I wrote it down yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but that being said, though, man, I think we're running out of time because this guy got to go to bed. What's up? You haven't met Makana. You met him now. Yeah, this is my oh, little one. And that's his, his, his Nina, his godmama. <laughs> the, I don't see I that. Yeah, I got to call security. <laughs> I gotta call. Security, I gotta security get her out of there. I want to thank uh, Derek you for coming on, man. I, I, I think you hit some uh, good topics that I actually want to dive a little bit more deeper into those. So if you want to come back on, brother, we, we're definitely willing to have that conversation. Um, especially after reading some things. I want to I want to really yeah. want to do this Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Uh, Cause that is concerning, but uh, uh I definitely don't think it's the last time he's on. So uh, no, no, I definitely it, not. I would love to come on. Just let me know, man. Because I feel like we just hit the tip of the iceberg. Um, there's mm-hmm. just so there's just so much information. There's, there's more conversation here to be had, definitely. Yeah. Tons. Um, man, anything else, Derek? No, man. Probably nuance, a bunch. for everybody out yeah. there, go learn nuance. nuance. There's there's subtle differences that you can cling on to that explain a little bit more about who we are individually. Right. Roger that. Uh, with that being said, you guys have anything else? Good, yeah, brother. Uh, recommendations. Let's do one recommendation each. I'll go with Twisted first. Um, I'd say take some advice from Derek, man. Start practicing and uh, trying to improve yourself on having those nuanced conversations, right? Um, start having a conversation with somebody and learn to just sit there and listen to what they're saying. You know, let it be a debate, but do it with an open mind and open heart. And try to learn about that person. Let that person learn about you and what your thoughts, your beliefs are. You know, and use that as a as a, uh, as a practice for the bigger crucial conversations, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like that, uh, I got some nuance for you, Vincent. With that background you got, uh, yeah, get an iron on that shit next time. <laughs> Vince, see what you got. Hey, shut up. <laughs> okay, next. How about that? How about we live in the hood? We can do yeah, it. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great recommendation. A suggestion right there. Nah. Hey, shut nah. the hell up. <laughs> uh, recommendation. Recommendation. After listening to uh, to Derek speak, I would say uh, go out and and during this time do some research on your community leaders, uh, councilmen, uh, principal. Uh, just you know the people around you that that actually uh, are in the position to make a difference. I would say that do some research on them because you'll find out if you know they're genuine or 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 they're not. You'll find out, and then from that response, you'll figure out what to do. Uh, Derek. Yeah, man. Never, never stop being accountable for yourself, man. The moment we depend on politicians to solve our problems is the moment that this thing goes to shit. So everybody's got to be accountable. Man. You, know, you have your own weight to carry. You know. Um. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's it. I think mine is. Uh, I recommend that I need Nobody to go. Cares. Yeah. I need to go work on this uh, Zoom meeting because I have echo in my earphone. Yeah. <laughs> I recommend uh, we get better uh, for the next one. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be my recommendation is uh, tune into the next virtual cons, uh, fire bar and it should be better. That's going to be my recommendation. <laughs> All right. With that being said, man, we're getting out of here. Escalators. Shoot. You're on Island Block Radio. Powered by Dan.